Welcome to our community. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Don Butera. Yeah, so that's the thing, that's the theme this uh, month was talking about serving and, and, uh, and growing and, and so trying to improve our serve. Now, today, very, very simple message and uh, I, I'm going to do some teaching, but it's a very straightforward message and, and I want you to just kind of think of it like this. Um, you're have a job opportunity. You have two jobs. You have two different positions that you can choose today what position you want. Now, the positions are exactly the same in terms of rank, you know? So, like, you know, don't think that, like, one is a greater position than the other. But, you know, there are definitely benefits to one and there are benefits to the other. And so today, you know, you want to choose. Now, I don't know about you, but studies have shown that, um, that in, in the workplace, uh, people will actually work in a job for less money when the environment is good. Amen? They'll, they'll show you that. I mean, I know that like money isn't everything, and sometimes when you have a certain boss, you know, you have a certain environment in the, in the company you're in. It doesn't matter how much money you're making. Sometimes you just can't stand it. You just don't like it. I remember my father. Uh, my father worked uh, in pretty much the same job for I don't know how many years. He, uh, many years, probably 40 years or so. And uh, I distinctly remember that he got a new boss when we were in, like in high school. Uh, a little bit before high school, he got a new boss. And I'll tell you, he... He began to hate that job. He always liked that job. He liked it. But then he got a new boss. And when he got a new boss, he just couldn't stand it. But at that point, you know, we had, he had five kids. And, you know, he was kind of stuck in that job because, I mean, at that age, you can't switch. And you've got bills to pay and stuff like that. So he couldn't switch. So actually, for the, probably the next 10 years, he worked that job. And he didn't like it at all because of the boss. And so we'll see today that really it has a lot to do with the position you choose has to do with the boss you want to have. It's true, right? And so today we're talking about improving your serve, and, and it's not going to be a question, it's not a question of will you serve. Today is not a question about will you serve, because you will serve. The question is, is who will you serve? That's always been the question. The question is not will you serve. The question is, is who do you serve? I mean, uh, and so today you get to choose who you will serve. You're going to have to serve somebody. So you've got to choose today. It starts out, I mean, in, in, in it, this has always been the case. I mean, in Joshua chapter 24, uh, Joshua says uh, to the people, you know, choose who you'll serve. And they reply, we would never abandon the Lord and serve other gods. For, God, for the Lord our God is the one who rescued us and our ancestors from slavery uh, in the land of Egypt. So see, they knew that they were, in, they knew they were slaves. They knew they were slaves before. And now they have been delivered from slavery. And he says he performed miracles before our eyes. And so then it goes on in verse 18. It says, so we too will serve the Lord and, and he alone is our God. So they went from slavery to service. They basically went from slaves to slaves. They basically went from one position to another, but it was exactly the same position, but just a different boss. And 
you know, today it's no different. You know, they use the term gods here, like there are gods, you know, all different gods around. Uh, and so there are gods today. There are gods of money. There's money. There's, there's, you, can have, you can make a god almost out of every, anything. You know, sex. You can make a, a, a god out of, out of family. You can make a god out of work. There's all kinds of different gods, you know, that you can serve. Or you can serve the Lord. He's God, and you can serve him. Now, I would say to you that, uh, I, I would say that, that, that that's kind of a lie when you think that there are multiple different positions, because really there are only two camps. There are only two job openings, and that is one, these gods over here. They're all, in one, they're all on one team. They all play for the same guy. And then there's the Lord. These are the two positions that you can choose today who you want to serve. Very simple, very straightforward, nothing radical about it. And in Romans chapter 6, Paul begins to describe these two positions that you can choose, that you can choose today. Some of you uh, have already chosen, but uh, here's the positions, and he gives job descriptions about them. He does everything about it. Very simple. So let's look at this. Verse 6. We're going to stay in Romans chapter 6 the whole day uh, this morning, and I'll do some teaching. It says, when you were slaves to sin, you were free from the obligation to do right. And what was the result? You are now, you are, you are now ashamed of the things you used to do, the things that end in the eternal doom. But now you are free from the power of sin and become slaves to God. See, slaves and slaves. You're, 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 you might not be encouraged today to know that you get to be a slave. Next week, I'll talk to you about how to be a free slave. Yeah, free slave. Before you say, ooh, you might want to come next week. <laughs> and now you have become slaves of God. Now you do the things, those things that lead to holiness and the result is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, and the free gift of God is eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. And so the question is, is who are you serving? Who are you going to serve? And in this, in this uh, passage here, basically we have a description. We, we get a description of this is, your, this is the benefits. When you serve, you are free from something. Yes, you are free from something. Both set you free in a different way. Okay? You didn't know you were free when you decided to serve the evil one. But yeah, you're free. I'll show you. And then you have an obligation to serve the one that you're employed to, right? When you get a job, you get job responsibilities, right? They give you these responsibilities. These are your job. These are the things that you must do when you serve somebody. I know, like, I'll tell you, one of the best things that ever happened to me in life was when, was when, I, uh, when I first uh, got my first job uh, after, after graduating college, and, and I got that job, and, and I remember my first job review. And they went through my responsibilities, and, and then they went through my performance. And my, 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 my raise was depending on how well I did the responsibilities in which I was asked to do, see? And, and, and sometimes I didn't like what the boss had to say to me. I didn't like what the boss gave me to do. You know, there's a four-letter word that, uh, about a job that everyone hates. There's a four-letter word everyone hates. 
It's called work. <laughs> you know? There's work involved, and, and not everybody likes work, and, you know, I mean, who wants to work? You know, I want to rest. I want to I go on vacation. I, I, I want to sit on the beach. I want to play golf. I, I don't want to work, you know? And, I, I mean, I love what I do. I love, I love uh, leading this community. You guys make it very easy for me. Uh, but at the same time, there are things that I don't want to do, but I have to do them, and I have to work. And so I'm obligated to my employer uh, certain things. And then finally, there's payment. Can I get an amen? You know, you know, the nice thing about a job is there's a paycheck at the end of it. You know, you get a paycheck at the end, you know, and you're thankful. Everyone, I remember talking to a, 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 job, a, a, a business owner, and there was an end of the month. He hated that day. Because that was the day he didn't get any money. That was the day he gave it all away. He gave it all back to the employees. He had to give it all out. Hated that day because he's got to give out the paychecks at the end of the month. You know, everyone else loves that day, but he don't really like that day, you know. And so there is a payment involved in every, uh, in these two positions I'm offering you today. Now, let's look at the first position. Very simple, right? It says, when you were slaves, in verse 20, it says, when you were slaves or servants to sin, you were free from the obligation to do what is right. Oh, you didn't know you were free. See, what are you free from? You're free from the obligation to do what is right. So if you want to serve the evil one, if you want to serve money, if you want to serve anything other than the God Almighty, then guess what? You are set free from doing what is right. You don't have to. Nope. It just said it right there. I just read it to you. You are free from the obligation to do what is right. This is why sometimes it perplexes me when, when Christians... When those who serve God get mad at those who don't serve God for not doing what is right, well, they're free from it. Why would you get mad at them? They have their employer, and their employer says, you know what? You don't have to do what is right. You can cheat. You can steal. You can do, you can, you can do all those things. Matter of fact, I, that employer, that, the evil one, doesn't even want you to do what is right. He encourages you not to do something right. Can I get an Amen. Right? That's, he does, why would he want you to do something right? He's the, the one, he's the father of lies. He's the one who, who wants you to sin. He wants you to do these things. And guess what? When you decide to take that job, when you decide to take that position, you are obligated to your master. And that master will lead you into places because your boss, your job, they have what? They have positions. They have vision plans, right? What's your mission in life? What is your mission? The church's mission here, uh, ICC, IFGF, our mission is people to set people free in Jesus Christ. That's our mission. And, and, and we want to lead everyone in that direction. We want to both set you free, and we want to say that your responsibility is to set people free. That's your job, if we want to say it that way. That's your responsibility. In the same way, the evil one he has a responsibility that he gives you. And the first thing he says, guess what? You can do whatever you want. You're free. You're free from doing anything right. Don't worry. You lie, oh, no big deal. It's fine. No problem. I'm not going to get upset at that. You go right ahead. Your boss is quite happy when you do what he wants you to do. And he's thrilled. But you're also obligated to him, and he's leading you into a place. And so when, 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 when the evil one leads you in, 
Where is he leading you to? Well, it says here, it says the result is shame. You are now, uh, he's leading you into shame. Oh, isn't that a fun place to be? He leads you into shame. That's why some of you feel shameful because you've been following that employer. And guess what? That employer leads you right to a place of shame. Wonderful place to live, yeah? How many like to live in shame? You know, he leads you into what? Darkness. He leads you into confusion. He leads you into bondage. This is what he does. He does it very well. He's very good at it. He's an amazing employer. He fulfills the vision that he has. He leads you into serving him. And he says you are free from doing right, but you must serve him. I mean, the Bible's clear. We'll read it again later, but I'll read it now to you. In, in, Romans, it says, in, in Romans, it says, don't you realize that you become a slave to whatever you choose to obey? Let me read that again, just in case you didn't get that. Don't you realize that you become a slave to whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death. And see, that's the result. See, you do get a pay. You get paid. The devil will pay you. It's amazing. His payment plan is not that great. What does it say? When you were slaves, you were free from the obligation to do what is right. And what is the result? You are now ashamed of the things you used to do. Things that end in eternal doom. For the wages... The gaji of sin is death. He's very good at this. And he loves to pay this out. I mean, this, this is what, I mean, he's got a bank full of death. A bank full, I mean, this dude is rich in death. Oh, he's the richest in death in all of history. He has more death than anyone else. And he will pay it to you. He'll give it to you. I'm willing to give you death. Have it. You want it? I didn't think you did. <laughs> I didn't think you did. Now, the thing is, with this guy, this guy is a great negotiator. He's a really good, I mean, like if you went in for an interview on the job that he was going to offer you, at the end, if you were not thinking, you would say, wow, what a great offer. Because he always over-promises. He always over uh, he tells you more than you think you're going to receive. He never pays enough of what you think he's going to give you. So, for example, he says, hey, you know, you're free from the obligation of doing right. You know, if you do that, if you go and you go sleep with that guy, you're going to have a lot of pleasure that night. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, you're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to feel really good. And I know you're lonely and all the blah, 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 blah. And then now all of a sudden you're listening. Uh-oh, trouble. Right? And so, wow, yeah, I'm going to get pleasure. Yeah, but he doesn't tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. Because he's not going to tell you that accidents make people. If you didn't catch that. If you didn't catch that. But that's what happens. And he doesn't tell you that, you know, tomorrow, the same one that you wanted to... You know, you wanted to serve the same one who wanted, you know, said, I'll be your employer, I'll take care of you, is the same one who tomorrow is pointing his finger at you and making you feel full of shame. 
why'd you do that last night? Look at that. You told me to do it. And I never told you that. I told you this. And he keeps lying to you, keeps lying to you, keeps lying to you, keeps lying to you. Sorry, I, I love you. I, I love you. <laughs> hey, you want to get delivered, hang out with this girl, man. She'll set you free. Let me tell you right now, man. That girl, don't mess with her, man. Sometimes I actually feel bad for the demon when she starts praying because, man, he, she's coming at him. Anyways. <laughs> but this is the employer. This is what he'll do for you. And he always over-promises and under-delivers. Always. Every time. Every time. The only thing he, I guarantee you he'll give you an abundance of, he'll give you an abundance of shame, he'll give you an abundance of death, and he'll give you an abundance of confusion. This is what his payment plan is. This is the benefits you get from serving him. And then you get a polluted world, not just physically, but spiritually. You get it all, I mean, this is why he's, it says he's the prince of this air, and a lot of people have chose to serve him. So the question is, are you willing, are you, do you want to obey him? Because you know what? You can actually feel no more guilt about doing what is right. Because you don't have to. You're free from it. And the next time you see someone who's not serving God do something wrong, don't get mad at him. Just realize who his employee is. Employer is, yeah? Just realize it. Yeah, bad news, huh? Okay, so that's the first position you can choose. And, you know... Your deal, You're, you got the choice. You have a choice. You know, when you, and by the way, this employer, I would tell you, he'll also lie to you and he'll say, you can serve yourself, that's okay. Trust me, same camp, same position. Serving yourself. You're going to have to serve somebody. And trust me, yourself is no different than being employed by the evil one because... One more thing that employee will always lead you to. He will always lead you to self. He will always lead you to self. Self-preservation, selfishness, thinking only of self. He will always lead you to self because that's exactly opposite of the other employer. He'll get you to start thinking about yourself. He'll get you to start thinking in your mind. You know, I just heard a message the other day. I thought it was like an amazing message. It was really good. He said, you know, one of the problems that we have in our life is when we start out thinking from self. We're always going to end up in a really wrong place. So we have to start from thinking from heaven, heavenly places, not from self. So like when we start from self, we'll never have enough. When we start from self, we'll always feel like we're no good. When we start from self, stop. St that's what this employer does. Okay? So who are you going to serve? Well, I'll give you the other position. I think you're probably ready for the other position. You like the other position. Maybe. It does have some benefits. They're different than the last employer. But they do have some obligations. Okay? So it says... But now you are free from the power of sin, and now you have become slaves or servants of God. So see, you went from slave to slave. You went from servant to servant. Just like in the Old Testament, you can serve the other gods or you can serve God. You're in the position of servanthood. 
So again, going all the way back, it's not a matter of, you know, will you serve? It's a matter of who do you serve? Very simple, very straightforward. It says, now you do the things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life, but the, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. So right away we see we get freedom. Can I get an amen? This employer, God Almighty, he has a, a payment plan and it is a place of freedom and the freedom is from the power of sin. Can I get an amen? Amen. Now, I know that many of you are here, and I'm preaching a little bit now instead of teaching because my voice changes, and, and I just wanted to say that I know that mostly all of you, if not all of you, many of you, that you want to serve God Almighty. Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. And so you are now set free from the power of the other employer. He has no dominion over you. Can I get an Amen. He has absolutely no dominion over you. I remember one time when I was in, in this job, and, and there was two different departments. I worked for this department, and there was another department, you know, and, uh, and I was sitting with my boss, you know, in this department, and there was a guy over here. He wasn't even a boss. Came into the meeting, and he began to swear at me, and he began to yell at me for reasons that he had no reasons to, but he did anyways. He was blaming me for something I never did. And I just sat there and watched him and listened to him, you know, blah, 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 blah. And when he finished, I said, excuse me, Jim. I said, Jim, first of all, you don't talk to me that way. Now, here's my boss. He can talk to me that way, but you can't. You have no right to talk to me that way because you're not over me. So don't you ever talk to me that way again. This is what you can say to the other employer. Can I get an amen? amen. Like, I'm talking about when he walks up to you. And he starts saying to you, you're no good. You're worthless. What do you say to him? I'm afraid because I know what she... <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know her all too well. <laughs> Get ye behind me, Satan, for you have not the things of God in mind. You have no power, no authority over me. You liar, you nothing, and you have absolutely no authority over me, so be gone. Can I get an amen? This is what you need to start saying to the evil one. You don't need to listen to even one minute of his conversation. He wants to put a conversation in your head. You just say, you know what? You're not, you're, you're not allowed in this conversation. This conversation I'm having is with my employer. And he's talking to me. You get out of my mind. You have no place. Because I have been set free from your power. I have been set free from your authority. That's why we can walk up to the demon and we can say, get out in the name of Jesus because you have no authority. I have all authority because my employer has given it to me. Can I get an amen? amen? You need to start doing this stuff when you're employed by the, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen? You've got to start saying it to your mind and you've got to start saying it to anything around you that is not of God because it has no place and no authority in your life. You have been set free from the power and authority of the evil one. Amen? Okay, now, i got to get to my notes or I'm going to go too far off. So you're free from that, right? But you also, you know, you also have, you are obligated. Our employer, 
I say our employer. I, I think God is my employer. My employer has set me free from the power of the other enemy. Right? Amen. I'm excited about that. But now I am obligated. I am bound to fulfill the responsibilities that he has given me as my employer. And he has the right to take me into his room and to sit down and say, I want to do an evaluation with you. Now, I'm so happy that I can sit with him in freedom. I don't have to sit in shame with him. He will forgive me, but he can still have a conversation with me about how I'm living. And that's what he says here. He says, you now do the things that lead to holiness. So now you are no longer free from the obligation to do what is right. As a matter of fact, you have a responsibility to do what is right. You have an obligation. This is not, by the way, this is not a big prosperity feel good message, just so you know. I'm sorry, I'm going to just give you the truth and the truth will set you free. Can I get an amen? But I got to tell you this. I love God's grace because when I came into God, when I came to my employee, he took his grace. He said, you are now being led by the God of grace. And he pours out grace upon me. I never felt more free when I came to Jesus. I was so thankful. I remember, I didn't even realize it, but when I first came to Jesus and he got rid of all that shame in my life because I had a lot of shame. I remember one day I was just jumping up and down and singing and praising God. I didn't even realize I walked into a room full of people and I was just saying, thank you, Jesus, thank you. And they all looked at me. I was like, oh, okay, can't do it out loud. That's not, you know, maybe they don't know where, you know. But then he said, Donald, now I'm going to show you things to do that lead to holiness which brings more freedom in your life, which brings less shame in your life, which leads to greater power and authority in your life. I want you to do these things. You are responsible to do these things. That's why you get this thing. I mean, I don't know if you ever heard it, but I'll just say it. You know, I still don't totally understand it when someone says, you know, that's hyper grace. I want total, complete, as hyper as you can get grace upon my life. Because when he gives that to me, he also says, now here's your responsibilities. I've completely set you free. You have absolutely no shame. No, you are completely mine. You are in the Garden of Eden back with me, face to face, in a perfect relationship with me. Now, go and do things that lead into holiness. Can I do whatever I want? Yeah, go back to the verse I just read. You are slaves to that which you obey. I want to be slave to God. I want to be a slave to God. Because what does he pay? Well, he always leads us into eternal life, but what does he pay? It says, you are now free from the power of sin. You have become slaves of God. Now you do the things that lead to holiness that result in eternal life. Now, trust me, when he's saying eternal life, he's not just talking about after I die. 
He's talking about right now. You can have a, a, a dose. You can drink. You can, you can uh, experience eternal life right now just like the shame and the eternal doom death that the other employee will give you. Nothing better. I mean, I don't know about you, but when we were praying for Sophie and we were praying for their family, I felt that life. I felt God's pleasure. I felt the eternal life all over this situation as we did what God wanted us to do. As we, I'm going too fast for the translators, forgive me. Uh, as we, I just realized they're in the back going, shut up, Donald, slow down. I could hear their mind. <laughs> But as we were praying for Sophie, I just, I felt God's pleasure. That's eternal life. So when I help Wes, when I do what God wants me to do, because our God, our employee, will always lead us away from self. It will, it will bring us from self to service to others. Always. Always. And so when I begin to flow the way my, my, my employer wants me to do, and I begin to help Wes, there is an eternal life that I begin to feel. That eternal life is coming from the Holy Spirit as I begin to pour out to others, as I begin to walk in the things that God wants me to walk in. I begin to experience. Guess what, Guess what God pays you? Okay, the devil pays you I don't know why I keep looking at you. You're sitting in the wrong seat. <laughs> the, <laughs> I love you. The, but the devil will pay you shame and guilt and death and bondage and chains. That's his payment, amen? That's his payment plan. You don't want that, right? Everybody say, I don't want that. Say it, I don't want that. Okay, okay. Now let me give you God's payment plan. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That is the fruit, the result, the payment of following the Spirit. I want that guy as my employer. Hallelujah. That's the benefit package I want. Hallelujah. I don't want just the benefit package now. I get eternal life. That's the benefit. We all want that benefit package, amen? Come on, that's the benefit package we're looking for, right? And so, not only that, then, I love these guys. How, how, many, how many years have you been married now? Seven months, eight months, nine months? How, how long does it feel? Say, say two days, say two days, say it quickly. I set, when I set a husband up, please be smart enough to, you know, then you get kisses later. Anyways, <laughs> just trying to help the cause, you know. But when you, <laughs> when you serve the Lord as, as your employer, he will help you to serve her. He will help you and show you how to love her in a wonderful way. Think about serving the evil one in your relationship. He focuses on you. You focus on you. My needs aren't met. My, see what I'm saying? See how it happens? My, she, she never satisfies me. She, she, she's a bad cook. She's a whatever. And you just come up with all these thoughts in your mind because it's all, it's all about me. It's all about me. That's what, you're, that's what that employer wants to do. 
But the Lord says, no, 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 I'll show you a better way. I'll get you just thinking all about her. How can you please her? How can you bless her? How can you be the person that she wants you to be? How can you build her up? How, right? And then when she's got the same employer, woo, we're talking good marriage. We're talking wonderful marriage. And then the fruit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. This is in a marriage, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and babies. That's what, that's what happens, the fruit, that kind of fruit, that's what happens, amen? I want to just close by just simply, and I need my glasses, reading Romans chapter 6. I'm going to read not the whole thing, but a lot of the verses, and you'll see that God contrasts. He gives you the two employers, and the question today is, who are you going to serve? You're going to have to serve the... You're going to have to serve somebody. It might be the devil. It might be the Lord. But you're going to have to serve somebody. It says now in verse 6. Now we who have joined with Christ are no longer slaves to sin. For we died with Christ and we were set free from the power of sin. Verse 9. It says we are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead, and he will never die again. Death no longer has power over him. When he died, he died once to break the power of sin. Verse 11. So you also should consider yourselves dead to the power of sin. No longer slaves to the power of sin. And alive to God through Jesus Christ, do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in. Do not serve the sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve or to be a slave to sin. No, do not let that. Instead, give yourselves completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have a new life. So use your whole body as an instrument. Become a slave. Let your body be a slave, like an instrument, to do what is right for the glory of God. Sin no longer is your master. That's verse 14. Say that with me. Sin is no longer your master. Say it more in a personal way. Sin is no longer my master. Sin is no longer my master. You are no longer to live under its requirements of the law. Instead, you are under the free, the freedom of your employee, the freedom of God's grace. Oh, I love that. Verse 16. Do you not realize that you become a slave to whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to righteous living. Thank God. Once you were slaves of sin, but now you wholeheartedly obey this teaching that we are giving you. Verse 18. 
Now you are free from the slavery of sin. Hallelujah. And you become slaves to righteous living. Just let me say this. When you, I know, I know, especially when I was young, because I didn't really fully understand it. You know, I've heard people say, you know, I, I don't want to become a Christian because it's, it's no fun. You know, like, he restricts me from all these things. Yeah, it's a lie from your employer. Yeah, it is. It's a lie. Because I'll tell you one thing. You know, I lived, I lived a life before I was a Christian. I lived a life that was very unbecoming of God. You know, I lived for self. I lived for self-gratification. I, I lived for sinful desires. And I'll tell you, it felt good for a little bit, but man, at the end, I just felt shame. So shameful. I knew what I was doing was wrong. I knew it didn't feel right. I, I knew I was hurting people. And God set me free. He poured out his grace, and I said, man, living righteously. You know what's nice about living righteously? One, I've confessed all my sins, and I've even told my wife about it. So if someone came up to my wife and said, your, your, your husband does this, or your husband did this, she'd go, yeah, I know. The Bible says, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. It's a wonderful thing to be able to go to bed at night and sleep without shame. Sleep without condemnation. Knowing that the employer is saying, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done. It says, in verse 19, it says, Previously you let yourselves be slaves to impurity and lawlessness, which led, to even deeper, led you even deeper into sin. But now you must give yourselves to be slaves to righteousness, living so that you become holy. I, I, can't, I, can't, say, I can't say that anybody's ever walked up to me and said, Donald... You're holy. But boy, what a feeling that would be. Someone walk up and say, you're holy. Woo! Means you're pure. That's what our employer, if you choose him today, that's what God, the employer, will give you. That's why I want to, I want to, I, I, that's why I want to close with that song. Make me a vessel. Make me an offering. Make me, God, whatever you want me to be. And as I, I'm going to ask that you just stay seated and, 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 and keep singing that song. And as you feel like it's time that you say, God, I want to walk all in you. I want to obey you fully. As you sense that, as you sing and you sense that, I just want you to just stand. I just want you to stand. Don't be in a hurry. Wait until you absolutely want to. And no one will judge you if you don't stand. Because you know what? At the end of the day, if Josh doesn't stand, I'm not, I can't worry about him. I got my own issues. I got my own things. 
I can't worry about him. I'll help him. He wants help, I'll help. But I can't, I can't carry his soul. I can only help him. So wait until you're ready. But as we sing this song, if you're ready to just, when you want to stand, just stand and begin to, to give yourself fully to God. Help me out.